0: This is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Well, happy Friday.
1: Good to have you with us here on KGMI Connects, our open lines, open topic program and we got uh, full lines already and lots of topics to discuss. As we barrel headlong toward another government shutdown. is that, I mean, come on. I, you know, and I, I know some callers that have, have expressed their, uh, their appreciation or their at least their um, lack of um, angst over a government shutdown. But it's just sort of ridiculous. That we continually go through this. When was the last one? I think 2019. Uh, But uh, the one before that wasn't that long ago either. But um, that here we're the greatest nation on earth. We are exceptional, but we can't keep our government open. And anybody who's complained about, uh, you know, poor service when they're trying to get answers about, uh, oh, their tax returns or uh you know medicaid or social security and i mean <laughs> it's just exactly the the wrong way to uh improve uh you know service to the to the customer but well uh, what's on your mind we want to hear from you 3606765464 is our phone number let's start with Bruce in Bellingham today hi bruce hi joe yeah i'd like to
2: comment on the uh climate action week that the City of Bellingham is uh, putting on, a, I think it's last day is tomorrow, but I'm not sure. But anyway, I, I, I'm not trying to rain on their parade, but uh, there is no climate emergency. Okay. Uh, well uh, okay. There just, just, just isn't one. I I went on online again today and uh, checked out uh, the... Uh, world climate declaration and there's uh 1800 uh scientists physicists meteorologists uh professors and uh environmental scientists that say no and i'm putting my my money with them so i don't know how much money the cob spent on this uh function this week but uh, maybe they could have done something in a little better spot. Uh, maybe, maybe the homeless or something. I don't know. That's that's been a problem for a while. But also, I wanted to con- uh, uh, talk uh, a moment about uh, the the national debt. Okay, and uh, you know, President uh, Biden he uh, he t- he talks about global warming being or climate uh, change as being an existential, uh, extraordinary threat. Uh, uh, uh-huh. Yeah, okay. And, uh, and, and I, I don't see it when I, I look at our national debt. I mean, I think that's more important, uh, you know, being $33 trillion, uh, $3 billion a day uh interest uh it it just seems that he's he's got his priorities mixed up or maybe not if he at least acknowledge an equal uh, uh relationship uh among the two
1: well i see you know and i understand your concern about uh fiscal issues but it seems to me if the climate is warming and changing and uh we're seeing, you know, we're seeing drought, not just here, but I mean, look at the drought they've been experiencing in the Southwest and other parts of the country and other areas of uh, this extreme weather that uh, is damaging to crops, damaging to infrastructure. And in the long run, it seems like this would, would be very costly. Now, when it comes to the number, I, you, know, you rattle off a general number of uh, these scientists, what have you, that are uh, saying that there's uh, there's no climate emergency but it makes me think back to the remember the old ads of uh you know four out of five dentists who chew gum recommend uh you know uh sugarless gum <laughs> what, what 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 about the one dentist that was recommending that you chew sugary gum and uh that oh that's no problem for your teeth come on chew the chew the sugared gum and don't worry about it you'll be fine i'm just i'm just saying you know Uh, but, uh, all right, Bruce, we'll leave it at that. Okay. Well, thank you. Thanks for starting us off. All right. Uh, let's see. Let's go to, uh, Tim in Everson. Hi, Tim.
3: Yeah. Hey, Joe. Uh, the first thing I'd like to say is since my option on your daily poll wasn't there. Okay. I want you to cast my vote for White Castle.
1: Oh, oh, this is for, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. That was, that was a good one. Because uh, our yeah. our poll, if you haven't seen it or haven't uh, you know didn't hear about it this morning, it's uh, what what national chain or regional chain I guess uh, would you like to see come here? We we're talking about. I guess there's going to be this Texas Roadhouse. I've never been to one. Have you been to a Texas Roadhouse? I have not. Yeah, but I guess they're they're kind of remarkable with uh, you know huge portions and peanuts. You'd throw the the shells on the floor, and they're just kind of a a, a thing, a cultural. Yeah cultural experience.
3: Okay. Well, I, I want you to bear with me here just for a couple minutes because I got a question at the end for you. Okay. Um, so this whole real ID thing, uh-huh. uh, you know, so you have to have your driver's license, your social security card, and proof of citizenship. Uh-huh. And so apparently proof of citizenship is a passport or a birth certificate. Mm-hmm. And... And I had lost all my documentation a number of years ago, got the driver's license replaced right away. It was really easy. Just kind of put off the other stuff. The Social Security card was amazingly easy. I was very surprised how easy that was. Uh, literally a half hour of my time.
1: Now, did they uh, give you a new number or did you just get?
3: No. Oh, okay. It was just a replacement card.
1: Okay,
4: But
3: she said, download this form and bring it in. I downloaded the form, took me 10 minutes to fill it out, went into town. I, I got checked in. I sat there for 10 minutes. I got called up. She processed it in another uh, 10 minutes. She says, okay, you'll get your replacement card in the mail. And, and I think she said something like four to six weeks. I'm like, well, and it was 10 days. Uh-huh. So that was easy peasy. Now the birth certificate, considering that, uh, that I was born out of state, right? And I think the uh, county vital records department I'm dealing with is here's a services thing. I think they're far less than competent because I've been I've been going on this for three months and I'm no closer today than when I was then, and I've spent a lot of time and effort hmm. uh, doing it. Okay.
1: Yeah, so. it probably depends on where you're, you, where you were born. I might. We went through the, a similar thing when uh, we needed to get uh, passports. And my my wife was born in a county down in Southern California, and we had I forget, you know, because there's one kind of birth certificate, and yeah, you know, there's another kind that's more official or something. I forget exactly what the issue was, but the one we had, the 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 State Department wouldn't wouldn't accept for a passport for some reason or another. We had to get this other a copy of this other birth certificate i don't remember what the whole spiel was but uh we they they were really responsive actually this uh this county way down the county clerk's office way down there in southern california they were really responsible not yeah (laughs) these people have not but so my question is uh is
3: you know, you're going to have to have this to, to be on an airplane, even though you go through, through security and you're showing your ID and everything. So
1: are you trying to get an enhanced – because an enhanced driver's license here in Washington State, as I understand it, is the same as a real ID. Or it's, well – It will – and if you if you go through the steps to get an enhanced driver's license here in Washington, then you will be able to use that to fly domestically and that sort of thing.
3: Okay. I'll, I'll check on that. Yeah. So because – I don't know. They the commercials make it sound like you need this real ID.
1: You know, I think the, it I think it, you have to meet the the I think real ID is a standard a, a federal standard. And I'll look. But um but like if you have a, an enhanced driver's license, you can use that to cross back from Canada, for instance, and or oh, from Mexico. I know that. And and I believe it's it it's that, you know, you're, it's the same it's basically, it meets the, the requirements of the Real ID Act. It's, so that's what how I understand it. Um, so so check could with I ask you this question? Yeah.
3: And, and I'm not being facetious or anything. I just want to know your stance. Okay. Because I'm almost certain that your stance was, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, that you thought that requiring an ID to vote was a form of voter suppression so would you think that because there's a lot of people that if it is even a real id or even an enhanced id probably won't be able to fulfill those things so is this some sort of travel suppression
1: Uh, okay no i mean i I, uh... i don't
3: really care that much because since my folks died I've flown, I think, once in the last 20 years, Uh and I didn't even need to do that.
1: Uh Well, you know, the thing is that, you know, something like a plane ticket, you could acquire that and you could, you know, you could potentially then walk into, you know, and and get on board an airplane that you hadn't, that you weren't actually uh, authorized to fly on because you don't have a ticket to fly on that thing. Uh, whereas going to vote, I mean, when you think about it, I mean, you would have to know the name of a voter and you would, I mean, what everywhere I've ever gone uh, to be a to physically vote or a vote by mail, you have to sign in, you sign your name. So I would have to know, or I'd have to have access to someone's ballot. Uh, you know, see the system is made to, uh, to avoid people voting for other people.
3: I'm not I'm not arguing that point, but what I'm what I'm saying is, is you're you're showing your I.D. to get on the plane. You're Mm -hmm. going through screening. You're going through TSA. Mm -hmm.
1: And. I. Well, I can't they want to know that, I mean, that someone hasn't stolen your ticket or, uh, you know, because you you have to have, Okay, I've got here's my boarding pass. And then, uh, oh, and we also want to see a picture ID of you to make sure that you match the boarding pass, that you are the person that bought this ticket or whose name is on this ticket.
3: I think that could all be done without an enhanced ID. I'm
1: I'm just curious to see how this whole thing shakes out and if
3: people are going to be as screaming mad about this as they were about the voter ID.
1: Okay, that's all I'm asking. All right, Tim. Okay. Well, and good luck with the uh, getting your birth certificate. It can be frustrating because I thought when we had to do it, I thought, oh, here, great, because we were kind of up against the wall on a timeline before we were uh, planning to travel. This was a number of years ago, and they got it right to us. We're really responsive, but uh, that was that county and. Hopefully you'll get some more response from them where he, the folks you're dealing with. KGMI News Times 419. We'll be back in just a moment here on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464 on a Friday.
5: Enjoy your retirement at Meadow Greens, a retirement community offering warm, welcoming, independent, and assisted living apartments. Located on a premier golf course in beautiful Linden with panoramic views of green rolling hills and snow-capped mountains. Meadow Greens offers a fitness center, wellness programs, tailored social and recreational activities and complimentary unlimited golf play with cart at homestead golf club apartments with full kitchens are available offering the freedom of eating in or enjoying a more social meal at the outward 9 restaurant or the duck hook bistro then relax with a glass of wine with friends or cozy up next to the fireplace with a good book in the library lounge meadow greens can also be of help when it's time to transition from an independent apartment to assisted living
6: Call Meadow Greens today to arrange a private tour at 354-8200 and online at meadowgreenslinden.com. The grass is always greener
5: at Meadow Greens. If you are looking for individual health insurance or health and party drug plans to go with your Medicare, give us a call. Hi, this is Marcia Neal from Vibrant USA. Finding information on the insurance plans available to you and your family can be confusing and frustrating. The knowledgeable, friendly agents at Vibrant USA are here to help you sort through the chaos. There is never a charge for our services, so call now at 866-733-5111.
7: The Real ID date has changed. New ID requirements go into effect on May 7th, 2025. When traveling, you've got options. Now's the time to make sure you're covered. Another thing for the to-do list, I know, I know, along with replacing that smoke detector battery, dusting off that treadmill, writing those seven emails, no judgment, we all procrastinate. But now's your chance to get to it. If you're thinking about flying after May 7th, 2025, you should plan ahead. Time flies. And so should you. Don't delay. Prepare today. Visit realidwa.com.
0: We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. There we have it. Speak of the Real ID Act.
1: (laughs) Interesting. All things happen like that. But uh, we want to hear from you, whatever's on your mind. And let's go to Michael in Linden. Hi, Michael.
8: Hey, Joe. Happy Friday to you and everybody. Same to you, yeah. I was just calling about to talk about the COVID shots real quick because... Uh, Governor Inslee uh, had his sixth shot a couple days ago, and the next day admitted he's got COVID for the third time now. Same thing with Henry Ford Jr. He's had seven shots, and he's had COVID three times. And there was just a study released, I believe, out of Australia with some children, and they took some blood samples from them before and after two vaccine shots. And what it showed is, although it did provide some protection against the virus for the first three months, It also showed that it reduced the body's ability to create immunity for other diseases um, that children may still encounter. So it seems that it's doing its job a little bit with COVID, but it's also making your body, just like if you take too many antibiotics, and then you can't use antibiotics to stave off an infection anymore. They're afraid that this is training the human body to do the same thing if you get too many of these vaccine shots. That's what they're concern was with this study oh, okay. so I, I okay. wanted to bring everybody's attention to a conspiracy theory that I heard okay. which said that uh, if you do get a vaccine shot because of the changes that it makes inside your molecular structure that uh, it actually can make you available to be patented and I thought that's just what? crazy this is such a oh, I, I said the Lord. same thing Joe I'm like this one is too far for even me okay. you know to jump in on okay but then it said, it is a 2003 Supreme Court case. It's called Association of Molecular Pathology versus Myrid Genetics. And I looked it up on Wikipedia, and sure enough, in 2003, the Supreme Court ruled naturally occurring DNA may never be patented. But if it contains the same protein coding Base sequence of the natural DNA with the itrons removed, it may be patented.
1: Right, but that's Which that's a different thing. that's like if you are if they it, you know if if uh, uh, it, someone finds a way to genetically alter something uh, and correct. not not I mean and and the fact is that the 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 COVID vaccine and or other vaccine changes your DNA. It doesn't no, alter it doesn't. your DNA. No,
8: it, it does not alter your DNA, but it's. Uh, it creates a different sequence or something, but there's actually no, a no. legal question: Are these people going to be considered transhuman, and then <laughs>
1: Good you know, have no human rights? No, 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 no. You mean people who get vaccinated? Correct. Correct. No, what the what the vaccine does is it introduces a, a, a protein, the the spike right. protein, into your system. And it it, it and in essence it tells your immune system what to look out for. This is how this virus will attack you, and so it prepares the body to to mount a defense against it. That's what it does. It doesn't alter your chemical makeup of your cells or your DNA or any of that stuff. It's it's simply putting you know and it's like it's it's uh uh you know it's a offshoot of. The original thing where, you know, inject an actual virus into you and, uh, and apparently that's been altered so it can't make you super sick, like with polio vaccine or something. And then your body knows, OK, this is something we have to attack. And otherwise, it comes in, you know, it's got a way to enter your body and, and your body doesn't even realize it's there, that it's, a, that it's this invader. So it, it teaches your immune system to, to what to look out for, basically.
8: It's a very interesting case, and I suggest people look it up okay. and, uh, and just take a look. It's, uh, it's, it's really interesting that, that this case was from 2003. What and was the name of it again? Um, it's the Association of Molecular Pathology okay. versus Myrid Genetics Incorporated. And it's a 2003 Supreme Court case. Uh, Clarence Thomas wrote the opinion, and it was a 9-0 decision.
1: Okay. Well, we'll see if they. I wonder if they, uh, uh, you know, altered any any DNA. I mean, it sounds like something in in the you know the cloning thing or something. Or, yeah, and or it's they... a
8: twenty year old case, and we can imagine how far the technology has come since then.
1: But I mean, you're just assuming that they were using this to 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 alter human DNA. When I doubt that that uh, is would be seen at the very least be seen as ethical, let alone legal. You know what I mean. But, I agree. It,
8: it's a it's a whack conspiracy theory, but they <laughs> tied it to the Supreme Court case, and the Supreme right. Court case agrees, and so um, it just makes one wonder.
1: That's all. If just thought of bringing it out there to up there Non humans. all well, it's you know it could make for a great great movie, I guess, or a great novel. We should maybe we should collaborate on that, Michael. I'll, I'm willing to talk to you. I think the aliens I'd, are coming. <laughs> I could be. You could be. You could be the guy who he was convinced. And then I am the skeptic. And you're you're fighting to to convince me that this is really going on. And then you take me and show me where this is happening and and we break the whole case wide open. Maybe we, maybe we just come out, came up with a blockbuster here.
8: Art would be intimidating real life, Joe. Exactly. So much. All right,
1: Michael. Have a great weekend. <laughs> Have a great day. <laughs> take care. Let's go to Jim in Bellingham. Hi, Jim. Oh, Joe. How's it going today? Doing well. Doing well. Okay, I'm actually in
9: Seattle, but I okay. said the wrong city. Uh, anyway, I've been looking on the internet, and uh, a name that I haven't mentioned before, which I've thought of mentioning, in real, in relation in relation to um, uh, Michael, <clears throat> excuse me, Michael Parenti, and uh, many other people he has on his website, it's Peter Dale Scott. Okay. Uh, so you can look his name. I don't know if you ever heard of him, but he's He's one of those deep politics guys. That I think is very good. I'd also like to tell you about uh, uh, five quotes. If we look up, uh, he's on C-SPAN too. You can look that up. It, the name sounds as it's spelled, uh, or spelled as it sounds. Uh, Peter Dale Scott.
3: Okay.
9: Two T's and uh, a to z quotes dot com has him. And this is one thing he said. I'll make it really quick. Less is more. Happiness is found close to the necessities of life, not in needless complexity and meaningless multiplicity of choice. And we'll also bear in mind what Martin Luther King said militarism, racism, and excessive materialism. Excessive materialism are the main forces to be fought against when he was before he was shot for probably saying those things. And, uh, you know, uh, I believe that you know, excessive materialism is bad. You have to define it. Uh, but what the other person that called in, I think it's Bruce and saying there's no global warming. Um, I also watch a, a show down here on the cup pa- cable access. It's known as KNW knowledge Northwest. You don't get it in Bellingham. <clears throat> and, um, they are doing uh, a lot of work on that, on, uh, uh, dealing with the, the climate crisis. And, uh, So I'm trying to remember, they have someone called Bioneers or something. You can look it up on the uh, website. I didn't have it in front of me. Okay. Uh, But uh, they're essentially, you know, saying that, you know, this stuff is really serious. They have to cut consumption as part of the way to to deal with it. So I'm all for a comprehensive plan, including what some of them don't like as much as carbon capture. But I think we should like uh, The Great Escape. You've probably heard of that movie, Uh, watched it. They had three tunnels, didn't they? They tried uh, extra work, but it did work out as a true story, by the way, uh-huh. that uh, once one of the tunnels was shut down, they stopped it, and they dug on the next one. And I think we should be doing that until we find out that these things are impossible. But we really probably have to reduce consumption, and the stress on our lives would be better if our economy was uh, better and the ecology would be saved. We'd be less sickness and cancer and all that stuff. So uh Peter Dale scott just another voice another a very good voice a great man and uh, i just okay. to you can look that up and then you know uh, you can i've talked for a little while so i guess i'll just a uh, happy weekend good weekend and thanks for letting me on
1: all right thanks jim and jim brought up uh, the great escape i remember and uh th- this thought comes to my head when uh we're talking about uh border walls and razor wire at the border and that sort of thing remember the 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 big fence the, with the uh, razor wire and the barbed wire and everything that uh, that you know caught I think it was Steve McQueen wasn't it Steve McQueen who tried to jump it with his motorcycle and was caught in it uh, I don't I don't want to I Think we need to be that kind of a country, but just a thought that came to my head and we'll continue and with the thoughts that are in your mind here on KGMI Connects in just a moment, three six zero six seven six five four six four.
4: You know those friends who say, stop by anytime, and you're like, you don't really mean that. Well, unlike those friends, Dewey Griffin Subaru's Express Certified Subaru Tire and Service Center means it. They're open six days a week, including Saturdays. Stop by anytime you need an oil change or any other minor maintenance, and they'll take care of you. No appointment necessary, and you'll get a free car wash with your service. Dewey Griffin Subaru, community-minded and community-driven, 1800 Iowa Street in Bellingham. Since 1946, DeWarden Bodie has been the largest independent appliance and mattress retailer in Watcom, Skagit, and Island Counties. But the truth is, bigger isn't always better. Being better is better. That's why DeWard & is dedicated to bringing you the best showcase of in-stock appliances and mattresses, the best prices with the best no-interest financing options, and the best team of in-house professional delivery, install, and service technicians. They carry the best reviewed and most reliable major home appliances, from industry leaders leading brands like GE, Whirlpool, Bosch, LG, Thermador, Sub-Zero, Wolf, and so many more. Plus, top-rated mattress brands like Tempur-Pedic, Sterns and & Foster, and Sealy. You can buy with confidence at DeWard & Bodie. They service every product they sell with factory-certified technicians, keeping you covered with worry-free warranties up to five years. They deliver right to your home, professionally install, and even haul away the old stuff. Visit one of their three showrooms in Bellingham or Burlington to experience the DeWard & Bodie difference for yourself. The Seahawks are back at home on Sunday, October 22nd against the division rival Arizona Cardinals and we want to
10: send you to Lumen Field with two tickets to cheer on the Hawks. It's easy to enter, just go to this station's website and click the contest tab. Then fill out a registration form and you'll be entered to win a pair of tickets to see the Hawks host the Cardinals on October 22nd. Sweepstakes live until October 20th at 10am, one entry per person. Find details and
0: enter at this station's website. Go Hawks! Latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Harness the
1: power of the sun, reduce your carbon footprint, and save on your energy bills. You can now go solar with West Mechanical Heating, Air Conditioning, and Electrical.
0: Get the latest news and information 24 7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 965 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com taking your calls live on kgmi connects 360-676-5464 thanks
1: for joining us here on this friday afternoon and let's go right back to the phones and uh john and ferndale standing by here hi john
6: hey joe yeah yesterday was just just an amazing call you know our good friend rich i mean when you cornered him last friday and you said, well, you know, uh, not not only do the Republicans want to cut the WIC program, but this shutdown is going to be just disastrous to them and to to retired people and to to you know military, the the border patrol, even. I mean, it's just it's nuts, right? They can't even pass a continuing resolution. Uh, anyway, um, you know, so when you when you Spoke to Rich about that, right? His response was was well, those women should not have gotten pregnant in the first place, Joe. So because we don't have time machines where we can get back and correct past mistakes, the thing is, he doesn't mind if children are hungry, babies. And we can't live in a society like that. And I I I think our point is like how do why like how can you think that way? I understand Wanting to punish the woman, but you can't punish the child along with it. But so I've 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 got a place for you, Rich. You you, you, you don't like living in a blue state, right? So this uh, this guy out, out of New York, I mean his 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 name is uh, Brandon Williams. He he's he's a uh, you know uh, congressman. He yeah. he says that nobody cares. Nobody cares about these women. Nobody cares about people that are going to be furloughed and, and troops that, oh, guess what? Christmas is off, depending how much – how long – this is a war on Christmas, right? How long this thing goes on. You know, everyone's plans are, are up in the air. Everyone's nervous, just like they want us to be, nervous and angry, right? And then, you know, the uh, the reporter asked this guy, Brandon Williams, this, this Republican from – from New York, well, uh, but are, are you, are you going to take your paycheck? He goes, well, certainly. I'm, I'm not a person with, with a vast sum of wealth. I need that to live on. And he says, well, that's exactly what these people do, you know, uh, need money as well. And he says, well, I'm, I'm not responsible for that. Comes out, Turns out the guy's worth anywhere from $5 million to $8 million. Hmm. And when okay. they call him on it, he says, well, okay, well, I, I'm just not going to accept my, my paycheck then. You know, because uh, because I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, uh, share in the the pain. Well, you've got that five million dollars to like fall back on, but you know that is the Republican Party. Um, you know, a wise woman once once told me. You know, she was a wrinkly Joe. I don't know. Maybe you uh, you remember her. But um, in in my opinion, these people are shameless, clueless, and gormless. <laughs> not to mention heartless. All I right. mean, this is like <laughs> if you love this country, and like this is just the dinner bell for all those immigrants that you, you don't want. Oh, the United States is shutting down. Border patrols not not going to be doing patrols. Time time to swarm the the border. I mean, China.
4: Oh. Okay. To, well,
6: to time to like you know uh, uh do your do more of your spying and, and everything else you know if you love this this country you don't shut the government down
1: that's what i well that's what i say i think that uh i i don't understand why it's something to celebrate that uh we would be shutting down the government it seems like it's a sign of uh well turmoil and ultimately weakness but uh thanks john appreciate it and uh is referring to uh, uh, a gal called she called herself the word witch. It called uh, one of my other shows that I did in the past, and uh, and uh, gormless was one of her favorite words, uh, and one of mine too. Let's go to Rich in Ferndale. Speaking of uh, Rich in Ferndale, hi, Rich.
11: How's it going, Joe? You're
1: doing all right.
11: I've never been more badly uh, listened to than John. I've, he's 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 completely delusional. I don't <laughs> want kids to starve. I mean. Okay. I don't understand John. I've always thought, should I meet him? You know, I don't think I ever want to meet him. I think he is truly a bad person. I mean, the yeah. stuff he says and the visceral nature of what he says, Republicans want people to starve and die. I mean, it's delusional thought. That is not the case. I, he, and he totally said the same subject as yesterday. You know, he said how I said the women shouldn't get pregnant. I, I do stand by that. You should be aware of the consequences of your actions, and that's for all things and all people at all times.
1: And right, we should, have, we should help happen. our neighbors too, Joe. Yeah. They
11: do, Joe, and they do. And we have people and uh, organizations that help those people. But see, John doesn't realize that, and he doesn't want to believe it, and completely ignores it. And But anyway, enough of that okay. insane person. Uh, the real idea.
1: <laughs> Actually, I think you guys would probably get along. I, 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 sense I don't know. It, I go I back
11: know. and forth on that. He, uh. He's very extreme, and he... Totally misquotes me and hears things that aren't there and takes it out of contest. You know, and he's obsessed, obsessed with Trump. I think I'm living rent free in his head. I think he's obsessed with me now.
1: well I mean, could be.
11: It's crazy. You I moved mean, in with... how sad is that, right? I mean, no <laughs> other callers, there are no other callers that talk quite like John.
1: Yeah. Well, that's true. I've never
11: heard any. I mean, he's, I don't know. And I, I feel bad for him. I have sympathy for him. I mean, he thinks Republicans want to kill people. I mean, I don't know what goes on in his head, but anyway, okay. the, the real ID uh, is a federally accepted form of proof of citizenship, proof of proof of who you are. And I personally yeah. know the enhanced license does cover that. I have an enhanced license,
4: uh-huh. and
11: on the back of it, there is what looks like your passport code. And so, if you whip out your passport and your enhanced ID, there are similar markings and numbers on the back of your license that look a lot like your passport. Okay, so. And in the state of Washington, to register to vote, there's certain rules, right? you got to be 18, can't be committed of a, uh, com- have committed a felony or convicted of a felony, and some other things. But the question I want to ask the auditor or whoever takes care of the voter registration, do they check anyone's status? Do Because che- you just sign a card saying, yes, I'm not a convicted felon. Yes, I'm a legal U.S. citizen. Yes, I'm 18. You sign that. Uh-huh. I believe they don't check anything. I think they take your word for it, and that – they should do spot checks if you're going to be – I mean, you can't just believe everything that people say. Imagine if, Joe, well, if you believed everything you heard from the callers. That's a good. fair
1: That's a fair question. I don't know that it's fair for you just to assume that they don't, but uh, uh, that's a fair well, question, definitely.
11: Well, that's what – hence the question. That would be a uh-huh. question you could ask the voter registration people. I think it's the auditor's office. Hey, do you check – you check any of those cards that people sign to register to vote? I'm curious. Okay. And one other thing. So Uh the RSV, the uh, COVID, the flu, shingles, I think there's HPV. I don't know. You hear a lot of advertising for all these vaccines now. Uh Joe, is there going to come a time where you take like five shots a year for all different things? Is that going to happen? Would you do it?
1: Oh, well, if there's reason to. I mean, right now I'm planning on getting three I'm gonna get the new COVID. I'm gonna get the RSV, so and I'm gonna get the flu. And oh, and now, and now there's a there's a you know uh, you should probably if you're of a, you know the right age, they say you should get this pneumonia vaccine. I think hey it's now, maybe a, new
11: too. See, yeah. that scares me because if we're gonna go in for all these shots, how is that not chemicalizing and hurting your body? That's that's literally if it was Republicans behind this, Joe, you wouldn't do it. It's crazy. I mean, you go back five years, I don't and you know, would never even know. I don't take know the shots.
1: political leanings of the people that are developing these, and I've never really. Well, I big don't pharma, care. I, 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 I do. I, I, I very
11: much care. Follow the money is very important to, uh, as far as credibility.
1: Okay. But, the,
11: the number one thing these vaccines do, Joe, is enrich big pharmaceutical companies. That is exactly what they do. You were. Saying a spiel
4: about but, well, this doesn't see. This, is, day what, day this body, is what I guess. This is what what gets
1: me about all this is that I, I, you know, and, and especially, I mean, i I'm, and it's not just conservatives, but I think by, conservatives by and large. You know, think the, the profit motive is really great. It's really, you know, that's great that you know big companies make a lot of money. That oil it's companies, out of control, and, but, Joe. but but that it's out of control. but then when it comes to something like this, it it's it's uh, it's suspect just because a pharmaceutical company earns money and you know, makes a profit on because what it sells. Buddies, Joe, there's then, a reason
11: for that because they're friends with the government, too friendly. They well, are, uh, what,
1: wh- who's to say oil friend? companies aren't too friendly with the government? Or... Well, they
11: probably are, too. You well, can pick about five or six <laughs> no. large corporations that are in bed with the government financially, and they make decisions together that benefit both parties. It's, it's a conflict of interest, but no one goes after any of those companies because they pay the super PACs for the campaigns for both parties. Well, they the do. The reason we're having yeah. a shutdown, Joe, is because Washington, D.C., is so self-serving, that they will gladly shut down the government to get something for themselves. It is on display how badly run Washington, D.C. is that they can't do the most basic, basic function of fund the government. Well, that's that, why yeah, I think that's I pretty it apparent. Yeah.
4: Okay. It
11: puts on the show of how horrible these people are. You should – anything that comes from Washington, D.C., I would say 90 percent of it, don't trust it. These okay. people are corrupt. Diane Feinstein dies at 90 years old, and she's still in office. Joe, that is corruption. Corrupt. No one else. She, with was any other job. she was elected. She was elected. She was elected. Yes, she, because she, she pays people in her district to vote for her okay. through porculous bills. and
1: All right. OK, OK, ass, Joe, OK, okay. so, well, then our system is not the greatest system on Earth. And, and what's the what's the alternative, I guess, is what I'd ask. But I, I've got to take a break, Rich. Thanks for your call. We got other folks standing by and we'll get right to them and to you, too, here
7: on KGMI Connects. How does year round comfort sound? Whether you're too hot or too cold, eliminate comfort challenges with a new Daikin heat pump or AC. Hi. I'm Brad Barron, CEO at Barron Heating, AC Electrical and Plumbing. And I'm thrilled to introduce our latest offer. Same as cash, pay no interest and no payments for 12 months. As we say goodbye to summer, don't say goodbye to adding cooling just yet. Now is the perfect time to upgrade your home comfort system. And the best part is you can lock in 2023 prices and pay nothing until next year. But here's the real kicker. Same as cash applies to heating, cooling, as well as solar, generators, tankless water heaters and more. And with Barron special financing, enjoy zero interest and no payments for a full year. At Barron, we understand the value of your time and budget. That's why we offer short wait times and fast track installation. Call Barron today for a free estimate. So long summer, hello savings. Barron, your full service HVAC electrical and plumbing contractor. Our mission, improving lives.
6: At Carpet Liquidators, our warehouses are full of brand name carpet and flooring, like Mohawk Smart Strand Forever Clean. During September, to help us support National Preparedness Month, purchase any flooring product and we'll donate 10% on select retail sales to Northwest Disaster Search Dogs and Cascadia Search Dogs. 10% to help train search and rescue dogs to find the lost and missing. Carpet Liquidators, locally owned since 1988 with seven Western Washington locations, and now open in Lacey.
1: When you want a project done right, you do it yourself. When you can't do it yourself, you call Honkoop Gravel. The dedicated professionals in Honkoop have been serving the area since 1975. Since then, the company has expanded into a full-service civil contractor with state-of-the-art heavy equipment and GPS control capabilities. From drainage systems to large-scale site development, they'll do your custom projects too, turning your dream idea into a reality. If you need site work, you need the team at Honkoop Gravel in Linden or at honkoop.com.
5: If you are looking for individual health insurance or health and party drug plans to go with your Medicare, give us a call. Hi, this is Marcia Neal from Vibrant USA. Finding information on the insurance plans available to you and your family can be confusing and frustrating. The knowledgeable, friendly agents at Vibrant USA are here to help you sort through the chaos. There is never a charge for our services, so call now at 866-733-5111.
0: We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects three six zero six seven six five four six four.
1: I know. I'd have to say. I guess our our system is that corruptible and in that corrupt that uh, those people, the people we elect to office, can't be trusted. And profit is bad. Well, then I guess we better get on Jim's bandwagon and go down the uh, socialist path. That's the only. That's the only alternative, isn't it? I. I Or else just no money. There can't be any money, and uh, I don't know how that would work. But Uh, right back to the phones, whatever's on your mind. We want to hear from you here on KGMI Connects. Keith, over on Sandy Point Heights. Hi, Keith.
12: Hi, Joe. Thanks for having me on. You bet. Appreciate it. Uh Uh-huh. Well, I was going to bring up one topic, but, boy, Rich got me going. And um, back in the 50s as a kid, you know, we used to get the polio shot, then we got the polio sugar cube in school, and uh-huh. then another polio shot, rubella. When I went in the service um, to get trained for Vietnam, I got eighteen shots in eight weeks of basic. Wow! Uh, so vaccine-wise, I don't know. I've had a uh, COVID vaccine. I've had the, you know, the pneumonia. Uh-huh. I'm going to get the RSV and the, the my my annual flu shot. Okay. But that's all i got to say about that. Vaccines, they they do help. Um, okay, so enough about that. Number okay. two, um, you know, you get a lot of us older guys, and some some of the guys, I shouldn't say all older, uh, and ladies. Um, but, you know, uh, in school I had two good teachers, Mrs. Barton, Mrs. Erickson. They taught me how to write cursive, taught me about math, taught me about how to learn how to read. And I would think, as an English teacher, I would say, let's get some young people on this show, on your show, this okay. show right here, uh-huh. and have them call in and say, "Okay, I got a project for you." Call in, pick a topic, research it, think about it, write it down, and call in and make a and make your point. So, to get some young people on this show, I think would be great.
1: Okay, sounds <clears throat> number good. Number three. All right.
12: Okay, number three. Um, my main topic. COVID. So um, 10 days ago, I tested positive for COVID. So I called my doctor. Now I'm like 70. I called my doctor. I said, yeah, I tested positive. I got a fever of 101. I'm not feeling so hot. He gave me Paxlovid. Well, and then my lady's taking care of me. Well, then two days later, she tests positive. Uh-huh. So now we're like on day 10 of uh, 8 and 10 on this COVID thing. And uh, the Paxlovid helped, and uh, the COVID, not so hot, but it's not so bad. I mean, it's like kind of like a flu, I guess. Uh-huh. Um, but we're getting better now. And uh, I don't know what people think of the Paxlovid, but it's really different. It leaves a metal taste in your mouth. But after uh, you get done taking it, it goes away.
1: Uh-huh. And
12: she couldn't take it because of her other medicines. So she took a some other something that ends in Ristamavir. Okay. And she's getting better, so um so we're doing good and uh she's had her COVID shots. I'm one shot behind her. <clears throat> Excuse me, and uh I'm thinking about getting another booster, but I haven't decided yet. Anyways, mm-hmm. that's all I gotta say about that.
1: All right. Well I'm glad you're on the mend for sure. Yeah. yeah. On the
12: mend. Yeah, much better.
1: All right. All right, Keith. Well, and I I tested positive last uh, around the holidays last year and I've had let's see, I had the 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 one shot, the uh, fight no, which one was that? The, the Moderna? The, the J&J was the first shot I got and that was the one and done uh, one. And then yep. I got uh, then I've gotten the Moderna booster twice since then. So I've had two boosters and um and yeah, I I never felt any any Uh, and I felt a little bit, little feverish from that very first shot, but with the boosters, I never felt any effect other than a little bit of like, I had a bruise on my arm where they gave it to me, but, um, yeah. And I, I, you know, and I tested positive, but I wasn't, I never really felt sick. I happened to test myself because my daughter came home with a cold and, um, I thought, well, I'll just test just to see if, you know, and tested her. She was negative, but I tested myself and I was positive for You know, that's just a strange thing. But uh, I never really felt, uh, I had a little bit of a runny nose, but I never really felt achy or anything. Like I've had, I've had colds that have been a heck of a lot worse than what uh, COVID was for me. Yeah, uh, I've had a heck of a lot worse than this COVID that I had. Yeah. All right, Keith. Okay. Glad you're getting better. All right. Thanks. Good to, you know, nice to hear about your experience and uh, with those, the, the, these antiviral drugs that are available now and that. That that's another option for people that do get sick. But um, let's go to, uh, let's see, we got Robert in Linden. Hi, Robert. Hi. Good to hear from you. Good to have you. Hey, in keeping Rich's uh, comments,
2: I'd like to say that John of Ferndale is my hero. Okay. Rich of Ferndale is an idiot. Okay. Thank you very much.
1: All right, Robert. Uh, appreciate your call. Let's go to uh, Lou and Linden.
13: Hi, Lou. Uh, hey, Joe, thanks for calling. How can I help you today?
1: <laughs> set, set me straight. What what where oh. am I going wrong here?
13: <laughs> Lou? Yeah, today, Joe, today, Joe, the Feast of Tabernacles start at at sunset and I wanted to thank you uh and uh and celebrate with you for the uh uh the many blessings we all have and it's a traditional uh celebration and thanks uh, uh, from the Jewish tradition that our pilgrims, the Amer- early Americans adopted that as Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. So Thanksgiving derives from the Feast of Tabernacles. Hmm. And uh, I think we should be uh, uh, aware of the fact that, <clears throat> that the pro- pilgrims um, were inspired by Moses. This goes back to the time of Moses, the Feast of Tabernacles and, uh, And Moses was instructed by God, who all Christians think of the Lord as Jesus, right? So we Christians believe that Jesus instructed Moses to celebrate and to thank God in the fall for the fall harvest. And uh, so what I wanted to bring up in particular today was that we have to be very thankful and supportive of the Hebrew tradition, the Jewish people and Israel. And we have to keep supporting them because, as you know, Joe, Israel is threatened by Iran. If Iran ever gets nuclear weapons, it's going to be a very dangerous situation, which we will certainly end up in war. Mm -hmm. And so uh, that's basically all I'm I'm calling about today. Remember Israel in your prayers and uh, hope we don't end up in a huge war in the Middle East.
1: Absolutely. Thank you, Lou. Bye-bye. Appreciate it. And let's
10: go to uh, Michelle in Bellingham. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Joe. I just wanted to tell you about an unusual experience. I was walking across a parking lot today and uh, a woman in a car pulled up and said, lady, you look like you have a kind face. Could I talk to you for a few minutes? And the first thing I said was, well, I'm sorry, honey, but I don't have any extra money. She goes, no, it's not money I need to talk to you about. It's that my grandson a few days ago committed suicide, and I need somebody to talk to. Mm -hmm. So I said, whoa, I'm sorry. And she said, could you talk to me? And I said, sure. So I told her, pull your car over, and we'll talk. Well, I stood by the car, and I said to her, I'm going to need – we, we exchanged first names. And then I said, I'm going to have to ask you a few very personal questions, so please forgive me. Do you mind? And she said no. And I said okay. So I asked her – I won't go into all those questions, but it was in half a dozen or so – and basically found out that she had nothing to do with the suicide It had been a long time since she'd been in touch with her grandson because of family conflicts, and apparently he was uh, badly mistreated by his stepfather, and he was 26 years old, and he wrote on, um, I think it was Facebook or Instagram, whatever those things are. Uh, I don't use them, but whatever they are, he said, it's better this way, and that was his last words on earth. And so I told her, honey, there's no way in the world that you're ever going to get totally get over this pain. You just have to accept that fact. I had a close friend and her son who were both shot and murdered by her husband, and I could not have been more shocked a few years ago. I said I I just was so shocked, and it was very painful. But I had nothing to do with it other than just feeling badly for all concerned. And, um, you know, it was one of those things that – I told her about that, and I told her most people do go through some incredible pain in their lives, and this is just something we have to deal with. And it, I said, you you seem to have no reason to feel guilty about anything. And mm-hmm. she said, I don't feel guilty. I just feel terrible. Yeah. I said, well, honey, I wish I could help you more, but all I can do – I did tell her there were um, suicide hotline numbers for people to talk to if she wakes up in the middle of the night and needs to talk with somebody. Mm -hmm. But I I told her um, she could Google those easily enough. But I told her, um, please remember that um, we never, I guess I'll end this uh, brief conversation by saying, we never, ever truly know, no matter how well we think we know a person, in our families, our friends, our coworkers, anybody, we never truly know, what's in other people's hearts and minds and how they really feel about a lot of things.
1: That's Most right. Most
10: of the yeah. time, we don't know, and we can't blame ourselves for something that we had nothing to do with.
1: Exactly, Michelle. I appreciate your call, and we're just about out of time. But, uh, yeah, just along those lines, Sheldon and fell is a speaker. Uh, she lives here in Whatcom County. She's got an amazing uh, group of books uh, about grief. That's been an issue for her since she had a terrible loss in her life. So look for Alinda Cheldwin Fell uh, and uh, some of her books. And hope you have a great weekend.